Hi, this is Pastor Joplin Emerson inviting you to join us in our 2022 trip to Israel. If you've ever wanted to see the places that you read about in the scriptures, walk where Jesus walked, see the Sea of Galilee where Jesus called his disciples, the very sea that the Lord walked upon. Maybe see Mount Carmel where Elijah called down fire in his showdown with all the prophets of Baal and so much more. We're going to be touring the Holy Land in March of 2022, and we would love to have you join us. Registration is open now, and you can find all the information you need to know about the trip, including our itinerary and all the details of our day-to-day -day activities there at our website, joplinandandrea.com. We would absolutely love to have you join us. If you have any questions about the trip, please reach out and contact us. We'd love the opportunity to help in any way that we can. We hope you can join us in our trip to the Holy Land. God bless. Welcome to the Joplin and Andrea podcast, where we discuss all things faith, family, and fun. Welcome to our podcast today. Hey guys, hope you're having a good Friday. And we've got a really fun random show lined up for you guys today. We want to talk about with spring coming up, just the changing of the seasons, our favorite seasons, the ones we don't like. And I've got a little something I want to share about God's design for the seasons and how they really teach us about the seasons of life. Then we're going to talk about the show This Is Us and Andrea and I's different view on the show. And then we're going to talk about the quest for the best tacos. Andrea and I are going to be starting something. Yeah. We're going to need your input. If you got ideas for us, we want to get to the bottom of who has the best tacos in the Wichita, Kansas and surrounding area. And then we're going to finish up with huge mistakes. We're going to talk about some of the biggest mistakes we've ever made. It's going to be a fun show. So let's get started talking about the seasons. Okay, I was going to say, let's get started with randomness is what it sounds like. It's going to be a blast of randomness. It is. Yeah, we've got a random show. So about five yeah. minutes per topic and we're going to move. Yeah. All right, let's get talking like about the seasons. So spring is right around the corner. And Andrea, what are your favorite seasons? Which ones do you like? Which ones don't you like? All right, well, I really like spring and I really like summer and I really like fall. So pretty much winter's out. I like winter for about three weeks. And if winter could go- Why just, don't you like winter? Just come for three weeks, that'd be great. Uh, I just don't like to be cold. Yeah. And I, it, you're cold all the time in winter. And like this year, we're even experiencing like winter into the end of February and so um, the other seasons are just way better it's always easier to like cool down than it is to heat up and um, the spring is beautiful it's got all these flowers and just excitement after the winter and um, summer's fun because the kids don't have school you can go to the pool you can get tan and the fall I like the fall because the fall is just almost like perfect weather yeah yeah so that's kind of a rundown of why. What about you? I There's parts of all the seasons. There's not a season I don't like. Uh, probably my least favorite is summer. And I just don't like being hot. I don't like sweating all day long. 
Um, it's just not fun to me. Yeah. And for me, I like the winter more than I like the summer because you can put on warm clothes and get to a point where you're warm in the summer. I mean, you, not much you can do about it. It's just hot if you're going to go outside. Now, I used to work outside, um, used to do construction. And so I didn't have an option, you know, in the summer. You just had to work through it. And being outside all day long in the heat was something, was something that I was not a big fan of. But I do like all the seasons, and there's parts of summer that I like. Um, the probably favorite season of mine is fall. I yeah. like the changing of the leaves. I like the color of the trees when the leaves are changing. Um, I like the temperatures cooling down. And I don't know why. There's something about fall that just reminds me of when we were kids that was when you would go back to school that was football season i was waiting for football and there was just something about that particular season that somehow it's like associated to memories in my childhood and so i just like it when it's fall i guess yeah nice joplin's like yes we're going back to school i can't wait i'm like "Er, let's hold on let's have summer for another couple months and (laughs) <laughs> so what I want, what I wanted to do was look at this concept of seasons. I want what I wanted to share today is the fact that seasons were God's ideas, or, or God's idea. We see in Genesis. I'm going to read Genesis 1:14 real quick. That God said, "Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs, and for seasons, and for days and years." And so. God created seasons as part of creation. And I think we can learn from the seasons in how we handle different seasons of life. I think we go through seasons, you know, where um, things are cold and dark. But one of the things about winter is that it has its purpose. And the everything yeah. that dies off, everything that you know, when the leaves fall in the fall, and then things die off in the winter, and then you have new life in the spring, and there's kind of this cycle. And so, speak yeah. a little bit to that about just life in general. I think this principle. We really only got a few more minutes in this segment, but I think this principle applies to marriage. It applies to the home, it applies to a career, it applies to ministry. It's just, we go through seasons of life. Yes, yeah, we sure do. Um, absolutely, I'm thankful for all the little things that God does connect with us in life because it just, it's a reassurance when we are in that, for me, winter season where things are just kind of, um, you know, dark and they're cold and they're, you know, I don't feel things like I do some, you know, other times, um, that there's a reminder that spring's coming yeah. and that, this is just for a time. And so it makes those times where these things do happen, um, just have hope in them. And you can just have a peace knowing that, you know, this isn't forever. And so there's a lot of different things in life that I can put into play where I feel like it's definitely just the seasons and you can see they relate to this. One of the lessons I've learned personally, I have a place that I go and sit and pray quite a bit and it's on the creek. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I don't like about spring is that it's the rainy season and so while on when it's not raining and the sun's out and everything's starting to grow it's very beautiful but there's you know maybe half the time where it's dark 
and it's raining and it's not beautiful and it's still kind of cold. And I remember being at this uh, place that I go to pray and we had had so much rain and it flooded. And it was kind of overwhelming. And this is a few years back. Our, if our listeners in the local area will remember we had flooding literally for miles surrounding Derby, Belle Plaine. Uh, I mean, it was everywhere. And there were people that were yeah. flooded into their homes for a couple of days. So it was during that time. I'm watching the water just roar by um, this place that I'm sitting, which is just barely elevated above the floods. And I just remember, it was almost like the Lord spoke to me there that seasons come and go. And if you wait long enough, the waters will recede. Everything's going to be green again. And you'll realize everything has a purpose for it. Yeah. And this is a couple years ago in our ministry, we were kind of going through a lot of rain. It just seemed like it was raining, 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 raining. And God used that to remind me, just be patient. Yeah. You can't control the rain. You can't control the flood. There are certain things that happen in life that are just outside of your control. And when you're in those seasons, you just have to trust that God is in control still. And in time is, is almost always the case. Things go back to normal and life goes on. Yeah. Yeah. The only other thing I was going to add, you're saying that and it made me think, you know, I'm thankful too that even through the dark seasons, um, you know, with winter, the snow's beautiful and there's different yeah. things that God does bring throughout that period where maybe it isn't like super great for you, but he does put the little things in there that, you know, he knows will bring a smile to our face and show us that he's there and remind us that he cares. And Quickly, 60 seconds tips during seasons of life when somebody's going through a bad season of life quick what's a tip uh keeping your focus right when someone's going through a good season of life everything's good it's the summer for andrea everything's warm and great what do people need to be doing then enjoy it enjoy it while it's there okay remember that there's people around you that maybe that's not their season and so be graceful with them and enjoy it i am going to leave people with these uh, really with one tip um, both my thoughts come out of Proverbs you'll find in Proverbs chapter 6 verses 6 and 8 that um, God command, commends the ant for having the wisdom to prepare bread in the summer and gather her food in the harvest and then in Proverbs 24 there's kind of this warning that if you won't work during the the season of work that you won't have a harvest during the season of harvest the point, here's the tip, understand there's a purpose for each season and work it. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things that helps is during that good season to look back on it and remember, you know, if you're going through a dark season, sometimes you get so focused on that season that you forget to harvest the good memories from things past and remind yourself that, yeah. you know, God has been good, that uh, seasons come and go. And so I guess the question would be, what work do you have to do in this season that will help you benefit in the seasons to come? Yeah, good. All right, let's move on. Next topic. All right. This is us. So I'm assuming, just a great big assumption that most of our listeners are at least going to be familiar with the uh, series it's a television series. I think it's on NBC. Yeah, it is on okay. NBC. A television series on NBC. Been around for several years now. So 
some familiarity with it. It's a show that Andrea likes a lot. Me, um, my favorite part of This Is Us is that I watch it with my wife. That's my favorite part about it. So what do we want? What about This Is Us? What is so great about it? I thought you were going to say minute 59 when there's one minute left. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah. Yep. Coming yeah. to a close. Yep. So um, I just like it because there's not a whole lot you can watch nowadays. There really true. isn't. Most of it's not clean. Most of it has just bad morals, bad stuff. And it's just, I don't know. This it's hard true. to find some good shows. And so, um, I mean, do I agree 100% with everything they do? No. But it's just kind of been fun to watch and see the plot and see it unfold. And this show um, goes from childhood and then it'll pop back up to now, like today. And eventually, sometimes it even goes on to the future. But it, I don't know, it just kind of has a fun storyline and it's about kids that grow up. And So this is where we part here has a fun storyline. I told Andrea, I'm pretty convinced that when they <laughs> originally um, did the casting crew for this show, that the producers, the first thing they did when the actors would come and audition for the show, the producers said, look, right now, first thing you got to do, cry on command. I mean, tears, just buckets of tears. And if they couldn't just poof, cry on command, they didn't even get to move on to the second phase of the audition. Because everybody in the show is crying. I don't cry. When you're not in the show. I know. I'm talking I'm, the it people make me sad. in the show. It doesn't make me sad either. I'm just saying the people in the show are just like, wah, wah, wah. Cry, cry, cry. There's probably a, an image of somebody crying, footage of somebody crying, <laughs> on average, between three and six times. Oh, my goodness. Between commercials, every time that was so. This was one of the things I for think me. That might be a little bit of an exaggeration. Well, and I don't to be know. fair, we didn't, we didn't count. I, I don't actually like think that. you've watched them all. I did get tired of watching them. This mm -hmm. is a true story. I just felt like, at what point are these human beings going to quit crying over their past? Yeah, and this is kind of a hot topic right now because we went out of town and then I was really busy for quite some time. So I had to make up like five or six of them all at one time. Yes. So it's, yeah. So we've been watching This Is Us and most recent. The other thing that gets to me is just like how long they draw out storylines. And so hopefully if you're a This Or Us fan um, and you are four or five shows behind, then stop listening now because we don't want to spoil it here. But so in this, uh, some of the most recent episodes, Kevin has twins. Yes, he does. And uh, it's like, I, can, I mean, it's like once it starts that these twins are going to be coming and, um, you know, the mother's in labor. I don't even know the names of these people. I do know Kevin's name. Uh -huh. So... We're watching, you know, I think we get start watching at 9.30 at night, and uh, these are recorded so we can fast forward through the commercials. And it shows Kevin being in a car wreck. And you actually think, you know, that he's like, he's going to die in this car wreck on the way to pick up his kids. Well, yeah. It seemed like it took like two and a half episodes of backstory into everyone else's life. We meet some random you know, guy that's fishing with his daughter that ultimately ends up being Randall's 
mom's lover at some point in time in the past and it's like just get to the point does he die in the car crash or not then it gets to the car crash and turns out it's not even actually <laughs> kevin it's somebody else that kevin comes up on and they had us fooled for two and a half oh my gosh but thank goodness he rescued him he rescued him he rescued him and then it's like is he going to get to the hospital because he was on the way to the hospital to be there with his babies when they're born and and then the show ends like we don't even know if he makes it to the hospital so we're yeah. like oh now we got to watch the next one and so we watch the next one and we finally get to see yes he makes it to the hospital before his babies are born and i remember i can't even remember it's like 11 o'clock at night or 11 30 i'm like mm, this is enough we're going to bed she goes i don't we haven't seen the babies yet and i said <laughs> I said, that could take us three more episodes before we even see these babies. And this is this is just my beef with This Is Us. It's like, get on with the story already. And so and you know what we did? What? Actually, what you did. You just took the DVR and you fast-forwarded it all the way so that I could see that the babies made it. <laughs> That's true. And then we turned it off. And then she could rewind it and actually watch, watch the, the next story day. the next day. So... This is yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's an emotional, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I will say this. They are pretty emotional, but. I am happy to see in the last few, it's just like it's taken us years to get here, but ironically, in the last few um, shows, we're finally starting to see these adults get some healing from all their past and now I'm curious, like... Oh, my gosh, like, it's like we're feeling good now, aren't we? Yeah, I'm curious, like, will we finally get, you know, will the storyline change? Are these people really getting healing? Or is somehow we're going to see, again, everything goes wrong? Because that's what this, are, uh, uh, this is us, it's what they do. Everything, like, there's a good moment, and then, poof, the rug falls out, everybody's crying again, and we're reminded how sad life is. Yeah. Well, we Obviously, just had babies, lots of babies, three babies actually. So not a big "This Is Us" fan here, <laughs> but man, it is a gripping show for a lot of people. Um, yeah. My wife loves it. I know a lot of other people that love it. And give it uh, a shot. Just give it a try. Give it a try. And if you haven't watched it, and you love sadness, oh you have gosh. got to give this show a try. Like if you just love watching things that are sad, people crying. You will never in all your life find a better series than This Is Us. Right? No. Okay. Just give it a try. We're, we're, we're different on This Is Us. Wait, one more show before we move on. Andrea watches a show called mm. Heartland. And this is a show I do recommend. It is, we call it her horse show. It's a show about horses, pretty much. The horse ranch. But... I don't know for this for a fact, so don't hold me to it, that we haven't compiled the data here, but I'm pretty sure it is the single longest um, most shows and most series in the history of ever. There's something like 14 seasons, and each yeah. season has something like 50 episodes per season. and. It's a it is super clean show. Um, like no cussing, no. Uh, I mean, to say there's even no uh, you know sexuality is an understatement. I mean, it, it's a really clean yeah. show, very family friendly, 
And the cool thing about it is from a from a guy perspective, you know, where the wife wants you to kind of be part of her show. And so I've I've really had to make this or us, you know, I've really had I've just I've had to make it happen, man. But this show, the cool thing about it is there's so many of them <laughs> that um and I I like the show. Don't misunderstand what I'm about to say. But you cannot have that many uh, episodes and advance the storyline fast. And so Andrea could watch five, ten episodes without me, and it's great, and she's fine because we know there's like a total of 6,000 episodes. Yeah. And the storyline never advances. It's like I can miss ten shows and never miss anything. And he still knows what's going on. Catch a show, you know, every (laughs) tenth or twentieth show. And it's like, oh, we're three weeks down the road and everything's the same. Wow, this is awesome. And so it's a great show, really perfect fit for our home. It's called Heartland. Yeah. And so Google Dolphin's it, find gonna it. going to recommend that for all those men out there. That- <laughs> great show. Get your wives set on Heartland. It's it is good, a good clean. show. It's a good show. I like it and it's awesome that you can miss 10 or 15 shows. And they're generally not sad. Yeah, they're, they're almost never sad. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's a great um, break from This Is Us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to move to our third topic now, and we're going to talk about the quest for the Fort best tacos in, let's say, South Central Kansas. South Central Kansas. South Central Kansas. Right. You heard it. So what we want to do is really find out where are the, the best. best tacos. Today we did La Hacienda's in Derby, Kansas. Yep. They have good tacos. It I know everything has a little bit different, but they have this like um, grilled chicken meat, and mm-hmm. it's unique from almost any other place that we go. But it's good. They do, yeah. They, yeah. they do have good grilled meats there. It's really our first day in the official quest for tacos. That's right. And so Andrea and I day. are going to be doing tacos for several months. Yeah. And checking out different random places. We'll let you know what we find out. But we want your recommendations. If you have a taco place that you think deserves to be on this list of places that need to be considered for best tacos in South Central Kansas, let us know. Facebook us, send us a message through the website, joplinlandry.com, and we will give it a try. I really want to try Torchy's Tacos. It's new, and it's in Wichita. Torchies. Hasn't been there very long, but I've heard some pretty good things. Okay. Torchies yeah. it. We'll try to make Torchies yeah. happen sometime this week. Yeah, you heard it. Torchies tacos. Good thing I like tacos, because if I didn't, this would be a really bad quest. But I could do tacos two or three times a week. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. We want to finish talking about big mistakes. All right. Uh, some big mistakes in life. When you look back over life, what are some big mistakes that you made? And um, we get to pick two today for each other. I've got two for Andrea that I think were pretty big mistakes. Hmm. And she's got two for me that she thinks are pretty big mistakes. Who goes first here naming the other's first big mistake? Go ahead. You go with one. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go with the time that you drove the car into the garage <laughs> with the topper on it. We, we had a topper 
that um, we use for luggage on our trips. You know, we got a family of six, and so getting all the luggage in the back of an SUV was hard. We bought one of those toppers that goes on top. And with the topper on top of the car, <laughs> Andrea just drove straight into our garage. And I mean, crunched it. And I wasn't able to see, but just based upon how crunched it was, I'm totally convinced that she panicked and instead of hitting the brake when she heard it go crash, it's like she just put a little more on the gas like, and drove this thing into the garage, broke it off the top. It was it was totally that broke was forever, folks. That was a really folks. big story because it actually wasn't like ripped off the top. It was crunched in, but I didn't like rip the whole thing off. Ripping it off. How far really did you? Bad. I must say that was a really big mistake. Um, we thankfully had already taken all the luggage out of it, and I think it had been on there for like two days afterwards, mm -hmm. which is why I forgot that it was on there. Plus, we were at our house, and um, we had just got the car. You, you forgot it was on <laughs> it there because like it had been on there for very two days. New. The car was very new. It no. was a brand new car, yeah. Yeah, and so that was probably the worst out of all of it. And uh, At I, least the car did not get damaged. I forgot that it was on there. And that thing's fiberglass. So you're going to hit it with anything, and it's just going to go crunch. And that's kind of what it did. No, <laughs> yeah. that's not true. <laughs> well, I wasn't going like 40 miles an hour. I mean, we're talking like I know, and, that, and that's I why... I might have been going like eight. And so anyway... Uh, I hit it and I was like, oh, crud. <laughs> so I backed the car back out. And then went again. for my life. No, I did you not. Didn't do it. You didn't I go did again. not. Okay. Go again. Okay. I mean, no, it was pretty crunched. No. So I went one time and then I realized what I did and it was like complete horror, panic. I was afraid you were going to be mad. Tyron runs outside and is like, what just happened? <laughs> and then I, yeah, had to tell you when you got home and. Thank God it did not hurt the car. It just destroyed the luggage rack. Okay, so that's my first uh, yeah. for today. What about you for me? Okay. Big mistakes, okay. life mistakes. Um, well, there's actually been a handful of them, and most of these revolve around church members and things that you just actually shouldn't say even though you think them. Okay. Um, there was this lady that went to our church and she was the sweetest lady ever. And um, she actually ended up having part of her arm that had been missing, I think her whole life. And she hit it really well though. I didn't know that she didn't have an arm. She even got on stage and it was not even noticeable. That's a great admission. You've got to, How, you have to keep that as in back of your mind folks, as you're hearing the story. Uh, Andrea okay, no, wait a know. second. You Andrea actually did didn't not get know. A, I didn't validate mine until you were done, so just pause. She, she didn't know she said that okay, this girl I didn't, didn't have know, on. so she Excellent did a point. wonderful job. Okay. And uh, we are after service, after this lady's been on stage, and Joplin goes up to the lady and says, you know, if I didn't know better, it looks like you don't have an arm. Uh, hi, even if you think that, you never, ever, ever say that. And so, turns out she didn't. And so then it was kind of like foot in the mouth. I don't even know what to do. I'll tell you what, I'm just thinking the Lord that I was not standing there with him when he made that comment. So then we both had to figure out what to do. Instead, he was like all on his own. And that's not the first time. We've learned a lot on since then, but I, I there's thought, been other comments. I, 
I thought she was joking at first. He did. The way she had her coat kind of over that shoulder that without the arm. And I just said, you know, when you wear your coat over your shoulder like that, it makes it look like you don't have an arm. And she goes, um, I don't, I don't have an arm. And it was definitely top three or four most awkward moments of my life. And I can't tell you why, folks. All I can tell you is I just looked at her and said, Ah, uh, you're kidding. <laughs> and she says, uh, no, no, I'm not. And it was horrible. Uh, there was no recovering. Yeah. She was awesome about it. She really was. And uh, she knows she does a great job. The, you know, she just always wore like, what are those things that, that uh, she wore a lot that help just keep it not be super obvious? Yeah. You know what they're called? I don't. It's like a, I don't know, it's a deal that goes over your, kind of like a poncho type deal, cardigan, I'm not sure what yeah. it's called, but. Yeah, like a suit coat or something. Yeah, she obviously did a great job just uh, yeah. kind of keep concealing it, and she, she was like, uh, she was very kind and gracious. And in all fairness, she went to the church for a really long time, so it wasn't like, you know, somebody knew or we noticed or anything. She did a great job. However... We just learned from that that we don't always say things we're thinking. And yeah, you don't folks, have to say those things. That you I think. will tell you, I will drive into the garage all day long instead of ever having to say anything like that. I'll even floor it. <laughs> okay. Are, are, are we done with that? <laughs> okay, next. Okay. Because there's other things I shouldn't have said too, and we don't have to cover those, right? Okay. Nope. Go okay. Ahead. All right. Um, next. <laughs> for you. Okay, Andrea, this is the final big mistake for Andrea today. Andrea okay. spelled Hallie's name wrong on Hallie's birth certificate. And so legally, the way her name is spelled is Haley, if you pronounce it correctly. And so, so far, um, Hallie is 16 years old, and we have spent most of her life explaining to her teachers that she's really called Hallie, but we spell it Haley. And in order to fix that, we started spelling her name the way it should sound. H-A-L-L-I. But legally, her name is H-A-L-I-E. And so when it comes to like legal documents, one of the things that brought this up is she's, you know, filing for a job right now, applying for a job here in Derby. And she needed to know to use her legal spelling, not her personal spelling. And so this was Andrea's um, big mistake uh, was spelling one of our children's names wrong on the birth certificate. Yeah. Yeah. And Andrea doesn't really know what to say about that. Um, <laughs> I kind of would like to share the, you know, Two responsibility sides to every story. with that. I mean, I kind of feel like both parents should, you know, agree on the sound and the spell and the this before we just do it. But folks, he just didn't care. And so he just let it go. And then years later, when we entered school, decided that probably wasn't the best spelling it of Hallie's name. years later. This is, no, it was like, um, weeks. When, when, when I saw, <laughs> when I saw the birth certificate, I'm like, hey, did you know you spelled her name Haley? And I said, yes, because like, I this thought is, it was okay. This is a Hallie. <laughs> this, this is, you know, when you have a, a vowel, after I a really consonant did. I thought it was okay. and a vowel before Until the we consonant, went to the doctor's office the first and we went to the a hard, few things. hard vowel, you know. So this is Haley, not Hallie. Mm. 
But I, and I told her, I, you know, she she tries to put this off on me, but I was like, no, hey, actually, babe, I didn't put it off on you. You can however you like, want. We you can't can just name blame it, it on me, you like want. fully. And so it's a, it's honestly legally, it's kind of an odd question: Is our daughter's name Haley or is it Hallie? We'll we'll let you decide. I think legally her name is Haley. No, I meant our people. Oh, but we, we call her Hallie. Yeah, it's Hallie. It's Hallie. It was always intended to be Hallie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a dilemma we've had to deal with for yeah. most of our lives, folks. I think I think that she can change the spelling so of her first name legally when she gets married. I should have did a married. little bit more research before I actually just spelled it on there, okay? Yes. There we go. And I probably should have looked at the birth certificate just to make sure the spelling was right. So, was there a little ownership in this mistake? Um. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Well. <laughs> what's your next? Okay. What's your so next one? My next one is. For me. We yeah. took a trip to Galveston a couple years ago, and we took two vehicles because we the kids brought friends, and uh, we went downtown to do some of the carnival things there on the pier. And Joplin parked in this spot that says tow away zone. Whoa. Unless you're shopping at our store, this is the tow away zone. And so we went and enjoyed our time at this carnival. And you know what happened, folks? We came back and his truck was gone. And so uh, we load up everybody into the one vehicle that we have, drop the children off at our place we were staying, and... We end up having to go find this place they have towed all these vehicles to and sit there for quite some time and pay quite a bit of money to get this vehicle out. This is true. And it was a mistake. Yeah. But the story that I parked in front of this sign that said, you know, no parking zone... I I just it's a little sketchy. It's a little. Uh, you know, what, we was there a sign? We don't have pictures. Okay. Oh, there so first of all, we have witnesses. We, we actually. do not have pictures because I clearly remember after we came back and the truck was just gone, that the kids were like, "See, we told you there's a sign." It's a tiny little sign, and true story. This is the true story. I believed the sign applied to the parking space right in front of the sign not the entire lot and i just parked you know because there was an open space and i thought my truck was stolen oh and so i go in and i talk to the guy i'm like hey my truck was here it's gone i think somebody stole it he said well did you and this is the owner he was really not very nice with me he's the one that had my vehicle impounded he said, uh, well, you must not have paid, sir, and didn't call me sir. But uh, I'm like, paid? There's, How was I supposed to know I was supposed to pay? And he's like, well, you're capable of reading English? And I was really <laughs> upset at this point in time. And he said, there's a sign. I'm like, dude, that sign's like three parking spaces down. How? There, there was, it was too late. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were up to almost 1.30, 2 in the morning, getting my truck. Yeah. And if you guys would like to know, <sighs> just kind of piggybacking from last week, if I recorded that while we were waiting outside the impound place, I sure did. Yeah, Andrea has to document. I sure did. Document everything. Uh-huh. Like I somehow did everything turns into a documentary. Dublin wasn't super excited about it, so I did kind of wait until he got out of the truck to start my documenting of it. But I did get it on documenting. 
So. <laughs> all right. Hey, that is all the time for today's show. Guys, uh, we've got some uh, good ideas for the podcast over the course of, you know, really this next coming year. We're going to have some special guests on. We're going to be talking mental health. Uh, we're going to have a special segment during uh, Autism Awareness Month in April. We would like to know, though, if you have topics that you would like us to discuss, if you have guests that you would like us to bring on the show, yeah. um, what would you like to hear from the Joplin Andrea podcast. Shoot us a Facebook message, leave your uh, ideas in the comments section, contact us through JoplinAndrea.com, and we'll do what we can to work in your ideas to our show. Yeah, don't forget to send in those taco ideas. We'd love some taco places to go. God bless you guys. Have a great weekend. <laughs>